Hi, and welcome to the NDRC podcast, where we speak with entrepreneurs and investors from right across the startup ecosystem. In this episode, we hear from Shuri Sanyal and Kushik Kumar Nundi, co-founders of Think Biosolution. Think Biosolution was neither Shuria nor Kushik's first startup, nor the first time they had been exposed to NDRC's investment and acceleration activities. As Shuri explains, by the time Think Biosolution emerged, NDRC paired the company with Fregus D to help get it up off the ground. So I had a company that was, my first company was uh, funded by one of the uh, NDRC program. Okay. This was during when I was still in grad school. I had two other co-founders. So we were in NDRC for a couple of years with the image recognition company. Uh, but uh, after that, I've been working with Koshik on bio image processing necessarily. And we've been working on this since uh, 2010 uh, for a couple of years. And we had this really extraordinary technology uh, where we could measure heart rate from people's fa- faces. And we pitched this to NDRC, and we're very fortunate to get selected into the early tech investment program. We had IP. We didn't. We, we had IP. We didn't have proof. Uh, we didn't have market traction. So the early SciTech investment uh, was designed to build a product out of a existing technology. Okay. So it was really useful because we got a lot of. Uh, this was very early days, and we got a lot of feedback from. Uh, Fergus, who was then appointed as our uh, advisor by NDRC, Fergus just came uh, out of uh, ResMed uh, as a product manager, so it was really hands-on, and we we learned quite a bit about building products and productizing technology, Uh, and that was a grueling three months. We had a product. We didn't have a customer. Getting from that stage to securing a first customer, it took Shuri and Kushak a circuitous route with a growing team from Dublin, Ireland to Rochester in the US. So that is a very interesting story. That was the rest two and a half years uh, after that where we are now. So one of the things that we very quickly realized is when we started started doing market studies with customer that though the product is great, uh, uh, it, it would be very difficult to sell and scale as a company. because In Ireland or anywhere? Uh, it was kind of, I would say, it, was, it would be impossible in Ireland and very difficult in U.S. And it's funny because uh, a couple of companies just got seed funded is building very similar technology what we built three years ago uh, in the last couple of months. But the, they're all facing the same challenge that it would never be a very good big company because it was a medical device that is built as a software product, uh, as an uh, app. The problem with that is that the pricing strategy and the acquisition strategy for that is really in a very nascent sta- stage global, in a glo- uh, at a global level. People don't know how to pay for software as a medical device. So your best hope would be to get a big company to license your technology out. Uh, and we were in this turmoil when in 2016, uh, I think in the end of 2016, we realized that the same tech that we have de- devised could actually be put on a hardware and we were getting accuracy never seen before in our technology space. And uh, so we kind of pivoted with the feedback from Gary and Fergus into actually building a hardware. In 2018, after raising seed money, Think Solution developed several software platforms to complement its hardware device. But securing that seed money wasn't easy for an early stage business, especially when working with hardware. It was hard work, so it wasn't easy. We knocked a lot of doors. But it was kind of surprising what, like, 
So we went through a lot of channels, and of course, raising seed investment we believe is the most difficult thing because you don't have everything on on your table, and you are looking for money, and people are always having the challenge of saying, would I give this startup another a quarter of a million dollar, or should I buy a house for it? So you are always competing with a house when you are raising seed investment. For pre-seed, for example, usually a lot of pre-seed money is raised through Blue Sky, thinking projects with uh, proofs of concepts and basic ideas, and you come to it with one piece of the puzzle. And with Series A onwards, you usually have a market and you're t- taking the money to grow or to establish yourself in a space. On the other hand, in Seed, you have uh, some aspects of the business in a very advanced stage, while some aspects of the business are grossly lacking. And... Uh, Building it out for it to be a coherent company and a coherent strategy, that is uh, the fundamental challenge in raising a seat because people uh, who invest in you always look at the gaps uh, first. And it is only when you convince people that the wins are greater than the gaps that you can raise that money. I think Biosolutions' key move after finishing its NDRC program was applying for and entering Luminate, the leading optics accelerator program right in the industrial capital of optical development. Luminate. So Luminate is the world's largest optics accelerator. It's based out of Rochester, New York. And in beginning, end of 2017, we were one of the 10 teams selected from across the world. We were the only European team to get selected. So is that something you apply for or...? We applied for. Okay. And uh, we got a $100,000 in investment to take part in their six-month program. It was a very, it was a very hectic program. Uh, I remember Koshik and I doing 12-hour days and, and, I, uh, and competing with teams because there were founders from MIT. There were founders with uh, 40 years of experience in Kodak building, building uh, great products. And we were there uh, to... To, to, uh, to a very small team from Ireland with, 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 the, with the idea of a medical device. But what was interesting was in the U.S., they're much more focused on technology. And we think that's a good thing because they understand the value proposition of building new technology because they have a lot of uh, sales channels that are available with the government buys products. The, uh, a lot of bigger companies are always tapping into startup resources. So, it was a, so they saw the value proposition into us as a remote patient monitoring company. And we then worked with them to build a strategy and we were then selected as one of the top four teams at the end of the program and we were given another quarter of a million dollar as funding. So that's how we closed our seed round in 2018. Now with manufacturing and US sales based out of Rochester and R&D and European sales based out of Dublin, the balance feels right to the founders. There are some high points of note to recognize though, such as the company's first sale. So this would be middle of uh, 2018, near the end of the Luminate program. How was that? It was exciting. I mean, um, uh, getting paid for something that you are building is great. But what we envisage is uh, more than the money, what is really important was the validation that people are using our platform. And of course, the first two sales that I, I and Koshi could attest to this, uh, it was difficult because when we send these things, uh, our entire platform out, there were a bunch of things that didn't work as we expected. So it was, it was very iterative. So, uh, so it took us about three or four clients to standardize the whole platform and now when we send it out we know that it's not going to break so that was a very interesting experience hiring and firing is a stressful experience for any employer for think by a solution attracting the right employees is a full-time endeavor 
in 2017, we hired a whole team. We, we actually expanded the team to six people and hired a bunch of interns. One of the things that we have learned since then is uh, growth is very important and hiring is very important. But as a startup, you want to ensure that your core team is adding an enormous amount of value to growth. So hiring is a very difficult process and you only want to hire the very best. So we think our HR is one of our key strategic advantages as a medtech company. So so our, we are very skeptical about whom we hire because we only hire the best. And uh, But we are looking forward to hire two salesperson uh, by end of this year. But how do you hire, like, as a startup, how do you hire the best? I mean, there's, there's different parameters. You know, we, we hire the best by not necessarily looking for senior people because they're very expensive. And, of course, uh, they have certain expectations in terms of uh, financial benefits out of startup. We, we select people that are extremely good at their work and are very hungry to grow. And we do this by building personal relationships in uh, local uh, and regional uh, basis. Like, for example, we would organize uh, events with IEEE uh, and uh, in Rochester in, in Ireland. And uh, we meet a lot of people who are excited, who are great engineers or great uh, medical professionals who want to jump into this space. And, and we d- generally then invite them to come and work with us for a couple of months uh, as an either uh, on a project. And if that project clicks, then that typically would end up into a hire. Now, a few years down the line, Kufik and Shuri think they're in a good place. They've already battled through their hardest years, convincing people that their idea can turn into something real. It's getting easier. It's getting easier. Now we are going to raise a million and a half dollar in Series A round, and we've opened that round uh, from beginning of this month. So it has been a couple of days that we're. Uh, it, it has always gotten easier and easier because once you have a product and once you have a proven customer track record, it's always easier to sell. It is always easier to raise money. But the learning that you get on those first three years is something that. I think both Kaushik and I would cherish for the rest of our lives because it has, there, were, there were a lot of hard bits and there were a lot of learning experiences. In fact, as we grow, my only hope is we still remain hungry the same way the day we started because hunger leads to growth uh, at a very personal and at a, at a team level. And we hope that uh, it doesn't matter how, how much sale we do and how big we grow, we always remain a startup at heart. However, there are some bits of parting advice for those looking to start their own business. If you haven't a solution to a genuine problem, stay away. Through our many years in the startup community, in and around the startup community, we've worked with startups before, even before we did Think by Solution, both of us. One thing we've seen is that wanting to build a startup because you want to build a startup is usually a terrible idea. Uh, The best reason to build a startup is because there is a problem you want to solve or there is a thing you want to build. I mean, for all we care, it might be uh, a company like Blue Origin, which is sending people to Mars. It is because they want to send people to Mars and not because they like the idea of space, if you know what I mean. Unless there is a problem that you are planning to solve, just starting a startup because you you find the idea romantic can be very harmful. This brings us back to the question of what is a startup? Is a startup 
you being self-employed because starting a small business and making it grow organically and making a sensible business out of it that makes fiscal sense is one thing and building a high potential high growth company uh, which solves a fundamental problem at a global scale or even in some of the larger markets maybe in a local scale is a very different journey and depending on which journey you want to as i keep coming back to this point the idea of having your own company and the idea of a startup are not always the same idea and depending on your motivations you there is always a better fit and what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for everyone i mean community uh, and uh, i'd like to address this from a slightly different point of view a community is always great and i think dublin has a great community of startups because if you i mean you have a lot of people and uh, when you go to events you see almost the same people everywhere uh, people who want to build a startup and some of them have already started and there's a very nice funding ecosystem here as well for early stage startups either through angel investments uh, or through uh, accelerator programs because there are a lot of these uh, but i think what is really what really makes us start a startup a repeatable scalable business is your its ability to grow and that's where you need to uh, cut down the cloak of a uh, a one a one and be a, a businessman and that would basically mean strategizing and planning all your uh, processes be it sales be it manufacturing be it marketing be it fundraising and then tracking down all of these bits right uh, and, and there are various tools available in the market and and and, and basically training your whole team to work as a single unit with a single goal in mind uh that that takes a special skill set often that comes from uh, hiring senior executives in your team that's often the way to go or you could go through a kind of a management program or you could hire great advisors that can help you to do this for us it was i think necessarily the luminate program where we had uh, a lot of strategic consultants who came in and worked with us to kind of help us streamline our business processes